Hey guys, welcome to the Bitcoin.com weekly news recap for September 3rd, 2021. My name is Michael Coombe and on this week's show, we're looking at the market starting to potentially decouple from Bitcoin price dependence. So is Ethereum and other crypto assets, are they moving away from that just following Bitcoin's price action? We're going to be looking at that in some detail and so much more. So let's dive in. But first, if you are not subscribed, go ahead, hit that red button that says subscribe below because each week we dive into the latest and greatest crypto news. Um, we really dig deep into it and try and give you unique crypto insights. So if you're not subscribed, you are going to miss out on our great content. Let's look at the stories that we're looking at this week. So first of all, we've got Ethereum altcoins move towards price independence. Next up, are NFT sales susceptible to shill bidding? BitConnect top promoter pleads guilty. And Cardano's Hodgkinson crypto to play a larger role in Afghanistan. Before we dive into the news, make sure you smash that thumbs up button. Really helps us out. We want to see cryptocurrency adoption increase. We want to see cryptocurrency's popularity soar. So one way you can help doing that, it's completely free, takes you less than a second, smash that thumbs up button, that really helps. Also, we love to hear your thoughts every week, so post a comment in the comment section below. Make sure you leave your Bitcoin Cash address because each week we pick a winner and we send them $20 worth of Bitcoin Cash. So get involved, guys. You know, it's going to help the cryptocurrency community and potentially you could win Bitcoin Cash. So let's jump into our first story here. Ethereum has been on an absolute tear this week with the NFT world, DeFi absolutely exploding. And we're seeing other altcoins as well see big gains. Are we seeing that decoupling away from price with uh, Bitcoin? Historically, Bitcoin has always been the number one and every single other asset has followed Bitcoin's price. Now, looking at data from a website called Into the Block, we can see as of today, September 3rd, the, the correlation between Ethereum's price and Bitcoin's price was relatively low at 0.84. Now, that's still quite a strong correlation. I think it's very early to, to tell if this this does mean that like their prices are, are beginning to separate. I know that would be a big thing for the Ethereum community. But it is definitely interesting to see that. Um, Ethereum has gone up in value 10% over the last week and 40% over the past month. And it now has a market cap of over $443 billion. Um, and that's increasing as we film. And um, we'll throw up some charts as well so you, so you can see the price. 62% um, of Ether hodlers um, are speculating that, that we are now seeing a more pronounced separation of crypto assets from Bitcoin price. So the wider community is beginning to feel like, look, the, the utility on Ethereum, the NFT drops, um, the, the games, the um, you know art, the whole NFT world, and then you've got DeFi, this whole spectrum of, of, of money Legos in decentralized finance, the usability and these real real world use cases are beginning to create a differential now. Bitcoin definitely has its use case as store of value. You know, that's completely arguable. Is it great for, for kind of peer-to-peer -peer cash um, using as like peer-to-peer -peer digital cash? 
I mean, the fees are prohibitive on smaller purchases. So, you know, these are many of the reasons why people are saying, look, there is a price divergence now and things are shifting. Um, Overall, the crypto economy has gained 83% in value over the last three months with, you know, Bitcoin's market dominance recently being challenged by a multitude of different assets, including things like Cardano, Binance Coin, Tether, XRP, and... uh, Dogecoin. I think we just threw Dogecoin in there. That, that's not challenging anyone's dominance. Doges, post in the comments below if you think Dogecoin is going to be the number one uh, crypto asset in the future. So Cardano as well is another is another cryptocurrency that's seen a huge resurgence. Um, maybe that's a story that we'll cover in the future. I know that their smart contract platform Alonzo Right, the, the the upgrade Alonzo is coming into play, and that's you know speculatively people are saying this is going to change the game. But um, other lesser known coins such as eCash, formerly Bitcoin uh, or eCash EEXEC, not familiar with it myself, shot up around 150%. Are Weave AR over 116%, Phantom FTM over 65%. So. A big multitude of cryptocurrencies have seen double-digit gains. Um, and part of this decoupling from Bitcoin price synergy in the recent, is the recent explosion of the NFT markets. Um, we've got things like super popular NFTs now. CryptoPunks, ArtBlocks have seen their volume for the, in August approaching $1.2 billion. Uh, alongside things like MeBits, Board Ape Yacht Club and the Mutant 8 Yacht Club um, also saw $100 million worth of volume in the previous 30 days. So platforms like OpenSea, you know, are really beginning to tie it to Ethereum's price because, because as I mentioned before, all of this utility, it's very exciting. What do you think? Do you think that crypto markets are diversifying and becoming more independent from Bitcoin? We always love to hear your thoughts in the comment section below. So, so do let us know. And it's interesting to see now as NFTs become more mainstream, uh, performance artists, celebrities, athletes are getting involved. And uh, Stephen Curry, famous NBA player, has recently purchased a Bored Ape Yacht Club NFT for $180,000 in Ethereum. So... You know, could that be a signal that this is this this is going to go even more mainstream? What are your favorite NFTs? What do you think about the decoupling of Ethereum from Bitcoin? Do you think it's happening or do you think it's just uh, kind of the Ethereum community's way of just like speculating that Ethereum is going to flip Bitcoin? Uh, post your comments in the section below. So let's move on to our second story here. And speaking of NFTs, are NFT sales susceptible to shield bidding? Playing devil's advocate here a little bit, isn't it too good to be true that these random JPEGs are fetching hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars? Um, that, that might sound too good to be true. And in our, in our later story, we dig into the fact that are there people creating falsified prices of these NFTs to inflate the price so that, you know, in the hopes that someone else We'll, we'll buy that asset, we'll buy that JPEG in the case of NFTs. So last month, OpenSea saw $3.4 billion in sales. Axie Infinity, the blockchain-based play-to-earn platform, saw $838 million. And CryptoPunks, as just mentioned, did over $650 million in volume as well. However, not everyone is sold on the legitimacy 
of these sales, right? And people are suspecting that shill bidding is taking place. And that is where two or more parties work together to pump up the price. And this was something that I think was very popular on things like uh, eBay back in the day. Um, so internet auctions have been especially plagued by this practice um, as illustrated in the 2006 Kenneth Walton book, Fake Forgery Lies in eBay. And he actually made headlines years ago after being prosecuted for his own shill bidding practices on the popular online auction site eBay. So this is some, this is not new, right? It's this idea of two people working together, pumping up the price and then hoping someone comes over the top and pays more for it. It's kind of tapping into an inherent weakness in the, in human psychology. And that is if we see something going up in price, we get that FOMO. We want to get involved before the price goes up too high and it becomes out of reach. And um, we got some really interesting tweets here. Um, one is from a uh, software engineer, Jameson Lopp. Doesn't think the high prices of scammy F NFTs will last and took, uh, you know, and said, I expect that 90% of NFTs will be unable to retain their current level of value. You're not too late to lose a ton of money. Um, and this is after someone bought, um, one of the, uh, mutant apes. I think that's a mutant ape. One of the apes for $252,800. Um, and now, like a lot of Bitcoin maximalists are taking to Twitter as well to say NFTs are a scam to steal your Bitcoin. Um, and it's ironic because people were, have been saying that Bitcoin's a scam to take your fee up. So, yeah, lots of people are concerned about, about you know, the, these high prices of NFTs. Are they inflated by, by people working behind the scenes as puppeteers to push the price up? I don't know. Um, I just know that billions and billions of dollars in, in, in uh, crypto has been exchanged for NFTs over the past month or two. Is that too high? I don't know. Let us know in the comments below. Is Are people manipulating these markets for their own gain? I'd be very surprising if they're not. So as always, let us know what you think in the comment section below. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Any NFTs that you like or got your eye on, post them below. Okay, so from, from potentially these shill binning scams, we're going to talk about something that's definitely a scam. That's a $2 billion scam in BitConnect. Um, one of the founders, one of the, sorry, the top directors has pleaded guilty to criminal charges. And the, so the US Department of Justice stated the BitConnect scheme is believed to be the largest cryptocurrency fraud ever charged criminally. $2 billion, huge amount of money. And the SEC also announced that it filed an action against BitConnect founders Satish Kambani, top US promoter Glenn Arcaro and affiliated company Future Money Limited. The SEC said that they don't actually don't know where um, Kambani is. Um, he's completely, you know, off the radar. They, they have no idea where he is. Um, and according to the charged parties, um, the SEC have said defrauded, they defrauded retail investors out of $2 billion through a global fraudulent and unregistered offering of investments through a program involving digital assets. A lot of it had to do, it's 325,000 Bitcoin. It's huge, it's such, a, such a large amount of money. And I think like what they were promising was that it would deploy its volatility software trading bot to generate exorbitant returns. It sounds 
amazing. Let me, let me segue out of the news story and just say, be aware of scams. A lot of people are looking to take your crypto or your hard-earned crypto assets here. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Think about this. Think about if I send them 10 ETH, am I going to get 20 ETH back? It's unlikely. If someone promises XYZ crypto is going to the moon and going to make me 10,000% return in two weeks, it's probably too good to be true. Put your thinking cap on. Don't get greedy here and just think, you know, digital assets, like everything. You hear the one story about the guy that invested in 2013 and is now a billionaire. Put your thinking cap on, take a step back because you're likely to be separated from your crypto assets that you likely worked very hard for, exchanged um, on on some kind of uh, digital uh, centralized exchange platform and uh, and you lose all all, all your crypto funds. So just, just be very careful here. I think even at the time, I remember when BitConnect was happening, it was, we did know it was a scam. We knew there were a lot of red flags. Um, a lot of people that like got involved were like, no, the things aren't happening as they should. And it was just very, very clear at the time. So it's good to see, you know, action being taken against, you know, the, the, you know, these fraudulent, um, main actors in this scam. So, the defense, uh, the Department of Justice detailed Arcara admitted that he earned no less than 24 million from the BitConnect fraud conspiracy, all of which, according to court documents, he must repay to investors. Um, the maximum penalty for him would be 25 years in prison, $250,000 fine, or twice the gross gain or loss from the offense, whatever is greater, forfeiture and restitution. Um, the SEC complaint charges the defendants with violating federal security laws and seeks injunctive release, relief, disgorgement plus interest and civil penalties. So, yeah, I mean, BitConnect, it's a scam. Will justice ever be served? Who knows? Um, but I feel like this is probably a good step in the right direction. What do you think? Post your comments in the section below. So let's head over uh, back to Afghanistan. And that's where we're going to be closing closing the show, the US military has now withdrawn fully. Um, we reported a few weeks ago there were cash shortages severely affecting the people and individuals and banks in Afghanistan. We now have the founder of Cardano weighing in, Charles Hodgkinson, and kind of he's weighing in on the situation. He sees cryptocurrencies playing a larger role. So it's, let's dive in and see what he thinks. So as we reported, the US pulled their forces out. It was it was, it seems to be, obviously, I'm in no position here to judge, but seemed to be quite poorly managed. Um, and now the um, reserve assets of the Afghanistan Central Bank ha- are being held in the US. They're held in New York. That's $10 billion in reserves. Um, no, and President Joe Biden, the US President Joe Biden, has ordered that dollar shipments to the country be stopped. So obviously, they've got a complete crisis over there, you know, um, completely war-torn. The Taliban have taken over, making the country a theocracy. Um, and weighing in on the situation, Cardano, Cardano founder and Ethereum co-founder Charles Hodgkinson says cryptocurrencies will probably see increased use in Afghanistan as civil war ramps up and the need for privacy increases. 
He spoke to CNBC and said, it is my belief that cryptocurrencies are going to play a larger role in Afghanistan this time around in the war for and against the Taliban forces. He pointed out that already the remnants of the Northern Alliance have been formed and they're going to need resources. And he elaborated that unlike the last time in the 90s when this happened, cryptocurrencies are now there. Now cryptocurrencies are there. So the Pentagon announced Monday that the United States has completed its withdrawal efforts and ended the 20-year conflict that began shortly after the World Trade Center attacks on September 11, 2001. So we'll throw up some tweets, some really interesting tweets here from Kathy Lette. If you feel useless, remember it took 20 years, trillions of dollars, and four U.S. presidents to replace the Taliban with the Taliban, which is is kind of funny. Um, So, yeah, I mean, crypto adoption also, just just speaking broadly here, seems to be on the rise in the Taliban. And it puts it, in terms of crypto adoption, um, a, a recent report by blockchain data company Chain Analysis shows Afghanistan ranks 20 out of the world, out of 154 countries for crypto adoption. You know, the US is number eight, but Afghanistan's number 20. Do you think cryptocurrencies, uh, uh, do you think Afghanistan is going to be a hotbed for cryptocurrency activity? I mean, it, it tends to do well in countries that don't have a solid monetary policy that have kind of collapsed in on themselves. So again, very sad stuff, sad place to leave the show. Um, you know, wishing all the best for the people of Afghanistan. Um, and Cardano as well, talking about Charles here, is doing is doing great things too. You know, they've got a lot of developments that have happened. What do you think about Cardano? What do you think about Charles and Afghanistan? Post it in the comment section below. As always, we love to hear your thoughts. So that wraps up the show for today. Don't forget, if you want to get started in cryptocurrencies, go head over to wallet.bitcoin.com, grab yourself a free wallet. It's non-custodial, it's free, it's free to use, has this tons of features. It's a very fast wallet. You can use Ethereum, Bitcoin, or Bitcoin Cash on there. So get started. It's permissionless, it's easy to use, and you can really get started on your cryptocurrency journey with the wallet. So that's it for today. Obviously, we looked at Afghanistan, we looked at um, NFTs, we looked at BitConnect. Will Ethereum's price continue to diverge away from Bitcoins? Are we finally seeing Ethereum become its own, uh, its own man, if you will? Um, post in the comment section below. And guys, if you haven't smashed a thumbs up, you've watched the whole show at this point, please, please do that for us. It really helps us out. And we will see you next week.